This week on the show, we talk about our pop culture news, we review the movie, the map of tiny perfect things, and fortune cookies. It's the last week of August, 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us on this episode 49, I believe. We're getting close to a year, and we're still looking for people to send us uh, their favorite bits, their favorite things we've covered, ideas for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so yeah, drop us a line. This week, let's start off with our usual pop culture news. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. So my pop culture news for this week is that the official Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is released. Mm -hmm. It looks very cool. There's the multiverse now, which was introduced in the last movie, but not really. And yeah, there are a ton of returning characters from the previous Spider-Man movie eras. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I have to say, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I didn't really like the way the last movie ended with the whole uh, J. Jonah Jameson thing. I mean, I know that that's sort of canon in the comic books, so I guess people want that. I don't know. I I didn't really like that aspect of it, and I know they're going to do that more in this one because, you know, Peter Parker is public enemy number one and all that. And I don't know. I liked, I liked it when he was just friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and being along with the Avengers. So I, I don't know. I guess I'm not really as excited for this movie as for previous ones. Although at the same time, I am kind of excited to see... Uh, to see Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock, because of all those previous Spider-Man movies, I think that one was my favorite, so it'll be fun to see him again. Because the J. Jonah Jameson thing happened in the last movie so fast, I always like to think that he was always just talking about Spider-Man rudely, but we just never saw it, and this is the one time that he we get to see him. I don't know what you're talking about at all. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea about Spider-Man and comics. All right, I'll go next. On September 1st, Disney is releasing a five-episode series called Doug Days. If you remember Doug the Talking Dog from the movie Uh. Up. So he's getting a little short. I'm hoping that it's going to be better than Monsters at Work because for me at least, I haven't been all that impressed with Monsters at Work. I don't know about you two. Yeah, I don't Mm. don't really like it. Mike and Sully in it are pretty funny, but otherwise, like, the main cast is... Yeah, I just don't care about those new monsters at all. And I suppose maybe someday we will we can talk about that. Yeah, there's a little preview trailer for Doug Days. I always liked Doug. I thought he was kind of a fun concept. You know, Hello, squirrel, all that kind of good stuff. We should watch that trailer. All right, Linnea, down to you. What's up? Uh, well, mine is that a few weeks ago, there was like another Stranger Things teaser trailer released. Ah, one of your favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And... So there's not, there's still not like an official release date yet, but I think they said it will be 2022 for sure. Ah, uh, so long to wait, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any idea what it's going to be about? No. <laughs> no. Are you excited for it though? Yeah. What do you hope happens? I hope that nobody dies, <laughs> which won't happen. I was just going to say, don't, don't people... It... People die every season. Yeah. That's why I hope nobody does this season. <laughs> but people are going to die, Linnea. As long as it's just none of the main characters. (laughs) Yeah, that would be sad if the main characters died. I don't know. One of them might die. All right. Well, there's our pop culture references for this week. And now on to our main topic, the 2021 Amazon movie, The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. So this week we are talking about an Amazon movie called The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. 
It came out in February 2021, and you can find it on Amazon Prime. The movie stars Kyle Allen as Mark and Catherine Newton as Margaret. They are high school students who are stuck in a time loop, and they keep repeating the same day over and over again, kind of like Groundhog Day. And in their goings-on around the little town that they live in, they meet each other and they decide they're going to map all the tiny perfect things that happen around the town. So I was the one who kind of pointed out this movie. I had been excited to see it just because I like the whole time loop concept. Mm. Just... Except when it's horror movies of time loop. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, your, uh, what are your initial thoughts on this movie, you two? I think it's pretty good. I think it's interesting how it's like two people stuck in a time loop together. We normally only see one person stuck in a time loop. Yeah, that was that was interesting, wasn't it? So we've we've covered Groundhog Day. That was our first time loop movie. And and this movie makes reference to that quite a bit. They're always referencing, oh, this is like Groundhog Day or this isn't like Groundhog Day or so that that was kind of nice. It's not like this movie exists outside of that. So they're mm-hmm. aware of this. I enjoyed that this movie started already in the time loop, yeah. right? The, the whole beginning of the movie is Mark, our main character. And right off the bat, you can tell that he's been in this loop for a while because he knows exactly when things are going to happen. And he's hopping on trucks and riding around <laughs> on skateboards and, you know, throwing garbage in a can and helping people across the street. So, so I guess I'm wondering what, how long do you guys think that he's already been in this time loop when the movie starts? Probably at like least. a year or two. I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say that, a year or two. Maybe. Oh, really? Wow. I, to me, it only felt like maybe like a month or less. I, really? I mean, to know in all of How that How would he know happened. all of that in just a month or less? Well, I mean, if you started walking outside our house and you noticed a few things, don't you think you'd notice some stuff within a few days of things that are just happening? I, oh, yeah. It's maybe just like a few months. <laughs> yeah. And I guess what I liked about it is that it jumped right in. We didn't have this whole backstory or we didn't, you know, we didn't have to waste time, <laughs> a movie about time, um, <laughs> going through how this all started <laughs> or how I realized it. We just jump right in and, and and it conveys it pretty effectively, I think, that, that he already knows that this has been going on and he's just kind of used to it, right? Mm-hmm. So Mark and Margaret, high school students, did you find their their characters believable? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Why, why maybe? <laughs> maybe? I don't think that he would just do everything nice in the first couple months or so. He would probably try and, like, die or something to see what would happen. Or at least I would think. So you're comparing it to Groundhog Day? Yeah. He doesn't strike me as that kind of person to me. I mean, he seems kind of like a happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. sort of kid. What do you think, Linnea? I thought it was interesting how the main guy was just, he just kind of seemed like he didn't care as much he was just trying to live it out to the best of his ability and then the girl was like kind of active she didn't well it was like she wanted to leave but at the same time she didn't want to leave (laughs) well i mean they have very different personalities right yeah i see mark as more of a just a casual everyday you know live live for the day just kind of enjoy the ride kind of guy whereas margaret She's very driven, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She has plans for her life. She wants to be like a specific kind of astronaut. She's shooting for the moon. Literally. <laughs> and literally, yeah. She wants to be a mission specialist and all this kind of stuff, and, which I think is cool. I think it's cool that we're seeing women who want to be scientists and, and go-getters, and, and he's just kind of more of the slacker, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, you know, whatever. Last week we talked about Schmigadoon, right? And we were 
talking about how there was that girl whose age was was indeterminate, right? <laughs> and I was mentioning how a lot of times people this age are played by much older people. What did you think of these two characters? Did they strike you as high school students, or did they, do you think they were older? Um, I think the main character didn't quite strike me as a high school student, but yeah, the other person who was in the time loop did, and his friend did. They could maybe be like seniors. <laughs> So Kyle Allen, who starred as Mark, he is actually 27. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Catherine Newton, who starred as Margaret, she's 24. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. They're supposed to be like 10 years younger than they actually are. <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty much. I thought they were pretty believable. You see, to me, I felt that he looked younger than she did. So I guess to <laughs> me, I guess to me, he felt more of the high school slacker. She seemed older to me than a high school senior. Now, Evan, you might like this. The actress who played Margaret is going to be in Ant-Man 3 Quantum Mania. She's going to play Cassie Lang. Oh, cool. She's going to be Ant-Man's daughter. You'll see her again when that movie comes out. Uh, I thought both the actors did a great job. What about you two? Yeah, I did too. I think they were very cool, yet I didn't find them. They didn't connect with Groundhog Day that much besides referencing it. He didn't do anything that... The other guy did in Groundhog Day. Yeah, he wasn't crazy and robbing banks and yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. I think it's just because he's a genuinely nicer person. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think I think he started out as more of a nicer person, and so, yeah, we can see the difference. So who do you think this movie is for, or who's it aimed at? What's the audience that they're trying to shoot for? Probably, like, teenagers, young adults. <laughs> and do you think it fit that audience? I mean, did, did you find it interesting? Mm-hmm. I found it kind of interesting. So genre-wise, do you think, how, how would you describe this movie? If you had to tell your friends, I watched this movie and it's... Like Groundhog's Day, but with <laughs> high school students. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like a genre. So do you think it, is it sci-fi? Is it romance? Is it drama? You know, what, how would you describe it? Is it comedy? Mm. I feel like a lot of the stuff you just said. Maybe more like coming of age. Okay. You know, when you get into the time loop stuff, it seems very sci-fi-ish. Mm -hmm. And what I like about it is that she is so into science. You know, she's talked about she wants to be a mission specialist, and she has it all planned out. She knows about four-dimensional hypercubes, <laughs> which which plays a part in the movie, right? Um, and I was describing that to you just a few weeks ago. When I, I don't know if you remember that. When I was telling you about how I was, a long time ago, I was working on a story that involved a hypercube. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And then suddenly we were watching this movie. It's like, oh, cool. And that is a main part of the story uh, because it's dealing with time. So I thought that that was neat. But yeah, to me, it's it's verging on sci-fi. I wouldn't quite call it sci-fi. It, it maybe has sci-fi elements. I think it's teen romance in a way. Cause they're, yeah, probably. <laughs> but there's also some, some side stories, which is a little more dramatic. And we can touch on that later. We have the parents, we have Mark's parents, we have Mark's sister, we have Mark's friend Henry. Any thoughts on on Henry or his sister Emma? What do you think of them? If we're talking about his family in general, I really like like the appearance of his mom and how he never really sees her because... Yeah, because she's always working at night. <laughs> mm -hmm. he, she's working late that, that whole day, so she... Never sees her. 
Yeah. As the movie goes on, he eventually starts asking, you know, how is mom? Because he hasn't seen his mom in, mm-hmm. for, I guess, well, I think months, Evan thinks years. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine not seeing your mom for a year, but just knowing she's right outside and driving off? I mean, that would yeah. that would just kill me. Yeah. So Emma, the sister, I, I thought that their interplay was pretty good, right? I mean, they seemed like a brother and sister kind of fighting. Just like me and Linnea. Just like you and Linnea. When do we ever fight? We fight all the time. <laughs> uh, well, they weren't really fighting in the movie. They were just calling each other names. Yeah, they were calling each other names. It's not like, like you walk into a room and I'm just like, hey, loser. <laughs> you do that. When? <laughs> I know you've done it before. <laughs> wow. Wow, we're starting to fight here on Munchbox Reaction. <laughs> so what I was thinking, though, is that later in the movie, we get a heart-to-heart between Mark and Emma. Do you, do you know what scene I'm talking about? Yes. Where, yeah. Okay, so Mark goes into her bedroom and they're talking. Did that scene leave you thinking about anything weird about Emma at all or not? <laughs> what? So, well, when we first watched it, I almost thought that Emma was going to suddenly say that she was in the time loop, too. Yeah, she that's seemed, what I thought. She seemed very prescient about things that were going on, but it wasn't. You know, she was just saying things. But I, I suddenly felt, oh, Emma's in this time loop, too, and... You know, the movie could have gone a whole different direction, but yeah. but it didn't. So I, I was just wondering if you guys felt that at all. And then they'll finally realize that the whole town is in time loop. <laughs> I don't want to give away too many spoilers because I think uh, I don't want to ruin it for people who want to see it. So I'm I'm just going to ask some general stuff. Uh, Mark eventually has a realization about his involvement in this time loop. Did did you see that coming? Did you like it? Was it surprising? And I don't know if you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I do. I saw it. I mean, I didn't really see it coming, but yeah, it it happened and it was cool. I guess if there is one thing that I know, noticed, it's that both, I don't know if I should say this because of spoilers. Yeah. We can say it and if it's, if it's too spoilery, I can edit it out. Both of them? Have something related with going on. I think uh, maybe I'll beep that, but yeah. Yeah, there is something going on with, with each of them. That's a good point, yeah. So if if you were stuck in a time loop, here's a kind of just kind of a throwing this out there. Is there some moment that you'd like to relive over and over again? Hmm. Like, can we pick a, <laughs> Wait, a we random just pick yeah, a random just pick, day? Just pick. A you random understand? moment from our life or yeah. just this one day? Yeah. Or a day, you know. I'd want to go back to the last day we had before, like, the pandemic started. Oh, that'd be a good one, yeah. So I could just, like, properly, like, say goodbye to everyone. Hmm, that's hard. <laughs> if I could go back to any day, that's, uh, hmm, I'd probably just go back to someday at Disney World. That would be cool. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. Just keep going on the uh, Star Wars ride over and over again. Yeah, the one where they called me a spy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be a fun day to relive over and over again. <laughs> now, Linnea, you said you had a question. This might be a good time to stick it in here. Oh, yeah, I had two questions. Oh, yeah, but I suppose I should... We haven't really talked about the title of the movie. Yeah. So the, the map of tiny, perfect things. So Mark and Margaret eventually walk around town and they decide that they're going to find tiny, perfect things, and they make a map of it, it just like the title says. So what what they're pointing out is, like, maybe someone is sitting on a bench, and behind them a truck pulls up that has a logo with wings on it, and the truck stops exactly, 
right behind a person, so it looks like the person has wings. And then <laughs> there's other times where a bird comes down and, and catches a fish on a perfectly calm lake. And so they're trying to find all these things, and they map them out. So that's kind of what the name comes from. Okay, so Linnea, shoot your question to us. Okay, well, mine was, oh yeah, I have two. So the first one is, if you guys were like stuck in a time loop, like how would you react? And like, what would you do first once you realized? Hmm. I, the first thing I would do if I realized I was in a time loop was I would just run over to my friend's house and do stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but I hang out with them all day. If it was a weekday, I'd probably skip work. I would just skip work every day because, you know, why go to work if I'm just going to keep doing this over and over again? I think I'd honestly probably just run around screaming and laughing the whole day. Oh, and then the next day I would wake up and start crying. Oh, <laughs> I would love it if it was a school day because then I could just be like, no, I I'm not going to go to school today, Mom. Or then you could, wouldn't see your friends. I already learned all of this I yesterday. Could, like, I could go to school and like I could memorize the answers to every single question the teacher asked. Yeah. <laughs> I could know exactly what the principal I could was pretend doing. To be like, I could pretend to not pay attention in class and then when they ask me, I could be like, I could give them this long paragraph. I could find this, like, one moment where all the teachers are busy and just, like, escape school at recess. And what was your next question, Lonea? Yeah, so my next one was, have any of you guys seen what you would call a tiny perfect thing? I probably have. Do you have an example? One time, all of us were out, like, this big, big canyon. I going. We were coming back from some camping trip. I forgot what it was, but all I remember is when we looked down in this canyon, there was like this really beautiful rainbow in it. Yeah, I remember that. Are you talking at Yellowstone? The yeah. Grand Canyon of Yellowstone? Yeah that, was, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool and pretty. The first thing that popped to my mind is it's uh, something that actually involved me. A long time ago, I'm going to say 1983. Three. I went to visit my sister, and she lived in Canada at the that time. It was like a century ago. It was a century ago, yeah. And we were in the Canadian Rockies, and we were up by a glacier. And I can remember a little squirrel came out and was walking around, and it only had three legs. And it came right up to us, and we gave it a piece of candy, and it like took it out of my hand. And I don't know, that that memory is always just stuck with me. Mm. That's my little perfect moment, this little three-legged squirrel taking a piece of candy out of my hand. I have a perfect moment related to squirrels, me too. Me too. <laughs> I think we have the same one. What, what's yours? Well, mine is that there's, a, there's a squirrel that lives in our backyard, which we named Gary, and he just comes and like lays on our, on our deck on his stomach almost every day. Mine is that one time while I was biking, there was like this, there was this squirrel who was sitting on a fence that I was biking past, and as I was biking, he just was like running on the fence. That's happened to me before. Yeah, I remember that. I was with you, Evan. It was really cool. Me and the squirrel were racing each other. One of mine, which happened really recently, is that so we've all been learning how to play tennis and so dad hit the tennis ball and it went into Evan's racket and it like got stuck in the little hole in between the racket and like the handle. That was pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, the more you think about it, the more tiny little perfect things happen all the time, don't they? Mm -hmm. We just have to stop and notice them. And maybe, it, is that one of the messages of this movie? Like, what yeah. what do you think the message of this movie was? I guess it's kind of just to not go through the day. Like, I feel like we kind of just go through most days kind of like automatically and not really taking in everything that's actually happening. Take everything for granted. Like, I think we should be, they're saying like we should kind of be aware and notice the things around us that are happening and not just like living in our own heads and concentrating on what's happening next. Yeah, a lot of times we just get so into our ruts of everyday life that mm -hmm. we don't notice these fun things. And then, and they're probably happening all around us if we just open our eyes and look, right? So, you know, that's the beauty of living one day over and over again. But, you know, then you find them all and then that's all there are. It, you got to. You got to move forward to keep seeing yeah. these stuff. Right? Unless you create them. Create them, yeah. That's something they didn't do. So again, I, I'm not doing too many spoilers. Do you think something that happened at the end that was revealed, did you find it sad? Did you find it... it what, what did you think about sort of a, an ending reveal? Well, it's hard to talk about that without spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. I know I wanted to bring it up because to me this to me this is also one of the kind of messages of the movie and it, and it's hard to talk about it without spoilers. I was wondering if what happened affected either of you at all or was it just part of the story? I don't know. Cuz cuz for me, see something like that has actually happened to me. And I was when we watched this, I was kind of almost on the verge of of tearing up so you're, so you're talking about like not you're in like a really happy moment and you know that things are like about to change but you just want to keep living in that one moment forever but eventually you just kind of have to move on mm -hmm. right so, so i was just wondering if i was just wondering if that scene or just that idea affected you at all mm-hmm yeah. so uh would you recommend this movie to anyone your friends family yeah I would. And then uh, rating 1 to 10, how would you rate it? I'd give it like maybe like an 8 out of 10. 6.8. Right. Yeah, I think I agree with you, Linnea. I, I think I'd give it an 8 out of 10. I, I, you know, I guess I wasn't sure what to expect going into it. It it looked fun. It looked, you know, sci-fi-y because it had a time loop. But, but um, yeah, I thought I thought it was cute. I thought the sort of teen romance in it was was believable they seemed like teenagers they seemed authentic to me and i liked the message of of going through your life and and taking note of the things that happen around you i think we all need to do that more so yeah eight out of ten i, I liked it to me it was it kind of memorable i guess but otherwise i mean i like it but it it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, so... No, no, that's okay. Everyone has their own opinions. I always say that, so... All right, so there we go. The Map of Tiny Perfect Things on Amazon Prime. Check it out. And now it's time for... Cookie Fortune Cookie. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we are, back with our weekly fortune cookies. Uh, Linnea, why don't you go first? Why, why me? <laughs> I mean, I can go first. Okay, Evan, why don't you go first? So nobody else can say mine because according to my fortune, in all matters of opinion, I always say it better. 
sure. I say it better than you, Linnea. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that. <laughs> All right. Um, if you can't decide between up or down, try moving from side to side. If you can't decide what accent to use, use your normal accent. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and mine is, faith is personal, but never private. Mm. And there we go. That's our weekly wrap-up of Fortunes. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. We've had lots of downloads lately, which is always fun to see. We hope you're enjoying the show, and uh, tell all your friends... Once again, we are coming up on our year-end, I don't know, birthday party celebration. Uh, If you want to, we'd love to hear from you. If you could write us, tell us what your favorite episode is, tell us things you'd like us to cover next year, just drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. It would be uh, great to read some messages on our show. So, with that being said, we'll sign off. Thanks so much for listening. I was joined today by my wonderful co-host, Evan. Who's Evan? And my other wonderful co-host, Linnea. Goodbye. (laughs) I'm Brian, and we will see you all next week at the lunch table.